Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining Wonder, Wonder, Repeat on this special Valentine's episode. We're going to chat with Robert and see what's been going on with him since the cold water run. good can you hear me what's okay? up robert <laughs> not much i was just thinking going through to that Carrie for allowing me to do this during Valentine's <laughs> yes. day <laughs> yes give carrie all the props <laughs> she's eating her strawberry cake right that's right <laughs> i was watching that video introduction i was like i need to change that introduction i've had probably every jeep i've owned in that introduction <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah yeah you know how it goes. But anyways, so how's it been going, Robert? We know you got a little waterlogged at the yeah. cold water red. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> trip, though. That was a lot of fun. But, um, yeah. you know, that, the very first cold water run uh, with Nathan was when we decided that we needed snorkels. And following <laughs> him around through all those water crawls. I don't know if y'all have seen that first video, uh, at least your followers or listeners. If there's oh, yeah. anyone listening tonight with you know Valentine's Day, I don't know. But um <laughs> but anyway, there was a lot of water crossings on that one too, and they were very deep. Um and so yeah, after that one we decided we need to get a snorkel and we started if we're gonna do this overland land thing like we're gonna do it right. So that was one of the first major mods I think that was a uh, kind of scary because once you go with a snorkel now it's no longer a regular rig. I mean you you are definitely in that category of uh a full-time off-road so yeah yeah so yeah so, a lot of a lot of water yeah you you've built your rig pretty well so i know you it's not just your average forerunner so tell us a little bit about what all you've done to outfit it i know you've done a um, walk around but well i'll give you a little background first of <clears throat> just what we've um just just what i've done over the years my first um truck was a 95 toyota tacoma that they, they yeah. may have seen in some of the the videos yeah that's that first one there on the far there to the left the far left um and it it remained relatively stock all the way up through uh the first 25 years and i got a i got an antique tag on it and then i decided i'm gonna go ahead and lift it and, and start playing with it a little bit off-road and I, I i bedlined it and then i took it on i think it was a it was at March Madness that we did, and and you, yeah. you told us that there wouldn't be any deep water crossings, right? And, <laughs> and that's, that's is there that's ever not any always... deep water crossings? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, got water over the hood of the Tacoma on that trip. Yeah, and and it was the side that the air intake was on, so I said, you know what, I got to I got to put a snorkel on that one too now. So so we did that, and that was a lot of fun to wheel that that rig, and and um, I think I think before this last trip, you know, I kind of. On my, in my intro, I, I promised her I'd take her on the next trip. Um, so that, that's going to be coming up pretty soon. Mm -hmm. But anyway, but I had that Tacoma for, I don't know, 25 years. And then um, I'd gotten some full-size trucks, work trucks. And my son was about to turn 16. And so I thought, you know what? I need to get a vehicle that I can kind of hand down to him. And so I said, you know, I really love my old Tacoma. And I wish I had that in college. And so... I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get that as a 2016 um, Tacoma. And and I kept it stock for two years until he turned 16. And then he didn't want it. He said, I don't want that Tacoma. I want a full-size GMC, really? Chevy, something. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, no, Matthew, you got to understand these, you know, up in the up in, when you go to school in Arkansas, you're going to want to get in those trails. You want to get off-road. You want something a little bit smaller. And I said, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I said, um, let's let's lift it and put 33s on it because i'd done a little research not not a whole lot and we did a little bit of off-roading with side by sides and we'd gone to birds a few times and i said let's 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 put some 33s on it and and lift it and so we did and it was a cheap like a little um open country lift or something a rough country lift, i think it was and so it really wasn't a serious lift and we took it out to birds and he he broke a, a shock and i mean we, we just just going crazy with it but yeah. in the meantime, I went and got that Forerunner, and and I immediately lifted it and put 33s on it, and so we had 33s on the Forerunner and and the Tacoma, and we were trying to keep them kind of built up the same, 
right. so we could share parts. And we went the first time we went to the waterfall trail. Matthew had two flats, not just one but two. He he messed up a rim, and he blew a tire, and he 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 broke a, a CD axle. Dang. But he was I was kind of <laughs> letting him do. You know, we had a lot of support with us. We had, and, and he ended up using one of my spare tires. And so I, I started thinking, you know, I need to keep my rig and his rig pretty much the same, built up the same. And mm -hmm. so we went and, and, um, and I, I, I talked to um, our, our Toyota guys at, at the local Toyota dealership. And, and they said that, you know, your, your lifts are not really correct. They're not done right. You're messing up all these things. And I said, okay, fine. If we're going to do this, let's do it right. Right. And I got a hold of Brian at Mud Connections, and I said, Brian, I want you to talk to, because I, I, I didn't know any, much about all this stuff, and I said, I want you to talk to the Toyota technicians and let them tell you what they think's going on, and I want you guys mm -hmm. to work it out and figure out what's the best setup for our rigs. And he says, well, what do you want to do with them? I said, well, we're going to do some overlanding. You know, we wanna, we're going to have to have some weight on them. And so we, he, he built me up a, a lift and and uh, proper lift and, and we put fox shocks on it there's a whole there's a whole rig breakdown i think matt did a couple of years was it but last year Ron, it was about it? two years yeah a lot of details on there and, and not not too much has changed since then maybe a, another exhaust system but but anyway so we um so we put 33s on it and 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 ran several trails yeah and then john i think the first co-water run was my co-pilot he didn't even have a vehicle and he had a side by side. He said, "He said, hey, if we go overland, and I'll just ride with you, no big deal." But, but once you get out there and you start driving, you, you you're like, you don't you don't want to be a passenger. You you want to you want to be behind the seat of your For own. Sure. Yeah, so, so he so he uh, he had an old Jeep at one point, a little old TJ, I think a 2006 or something, and uh, and it it was kind of a rust bucket. It, it wasn't really in good shape and so he he sold that thing and 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 got him a rubicon 2018 rubicon and it was a sweet ride i mean it was it was awesome and he put 35s on it when we first got it had 33s on it. he said and we were like this is cool and he says it's going to be a lot cooler we're going to we're going to lift it and we're going to put <laughs> 35s on it and that thing was a trail beast i mean it was awesome um i mean it was it was right up there with knuckles and i think i think you had the very first trail that we went on uh, or, or the very first time we met Matt, he was uh, leading a uh, a group at the rendezvous. I think what three years mm -hmm. ago. Yeah, three and, years ago. Um, and I remember you saying something about you don't you don't all you need is a uh, one and a half inch lift and thirty fives, and you can do any trail in the Ozarks. That's all you need. And I'm thinking, well, I got thirty threes. I don't have thirty fives, and <laughs> and I only had a rear. I did have a rear locker, but I didn't have a front locker. And so the very first day that John got his Jeep, he met us up at. Um, at uh where was that it was uh sam's throne and um we camped out and then we went on a few trails we went and down to the richland creek area and hiked those waterfalls but we we took that little little trail down to that um to that cemetery you remember what that yeah. was matt that little cemetery trail um, cemetery but anyway there, there was there was a lot of washouts and and the the foreigner was built you know it was built up 33s and had the same tires that john had on his stock rubicon and he just walked through some of those um washouts i mean super easy and all the articulation and, and i kind of struggled and then it was another section i was actually leading him because i was i had the mo more experienced and the the, the 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 we thought the the, the better rig built up because i had a winch on it already and yeah. we went up this one this one road where it was all this red clay and these deep deep ruts and ravines and i, I mean i was like trapped with my doors on either side and i got stuck in there and had to winch out and then i told john i'm like you're gonna have to send it you know and so he he fully locked and he just took off and got all the way through it and i was like that that was the first time i'm like okay first off these jeeps are for real and um <laughs> I need a front locker because <laughs> that's what yeah. that's what I, I kept thinking. I, okay, now I need to put a front locker on the on the forerunner, and I'm going to get 30, 35. And so I so I went back to to uh, Brian again. I said, Brian, like I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up with these Rubicons. I said, I, I need I need 35s. I need a front locker. And he says, Okay, we can do that. And so we had to massage things a little bit to make it work. We we did the body mount chops and and we got proper um, control arms and and we. We we got thirty fives underneath it with very minimal rubbing. Still you can see some underneath right there. I'll just yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but as as that picture shows right there, um, the forerunners are, are tippy and the independent front suspension just 
just doesn't articulate like, like, a, like a solid front axle. Everybody knows that. Um, but man, they're super, super reliable and super comfortable. And I still love my forerunner. And, and, but it, it was frustrating the last time we went to Moab when we had a, a group discussion and I, I was debating on doing the, the more difficult trails, the, mm-hmm. um, Pritchett. Pritchett cliffhanger. And, cliffhanger and Pritchett. Pritchett. Yeah. but I told myself, look, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take off my sway bars, uh, to try to give myself as much articulation as possible. I, I took off probably seven, 800 pounds of weight, um, rooftop tent. I mean, I, I I mean, I, I didn't even it. put the roof, right. I didn't even put the roof rack back on. I just, I just left the backbone mm-hmm. system up there. Uh, took the spare tire off the rear. We, we put it inside. There it is. We put it inside the cab. I mean, I, I took most of my tools out. I mean, I was as light as possible. And so mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I got 35s. I've got, I'm light. Um, Hell's gate is going to be easy. And of course, I think I did take a too high line, but same time, I mean, we, we didn't get on, on, being on three wheels is kind of scary, but when you're on two wheels, that is very. Yeah, at one scary. point you're on two wheels. Two yeah, we wheels. actually think that. Yeah, we actually think that you taking off the rear sway bar hurt you there, because it allowed you to pitch too much. Yeah, it's very possible. We're, I'm still learning all this stuff. <laughs> hey, real quick, but, Robert. Uh, someone wanted to ask: Have you ever had any issues with getting water in the airbox with the TJM driving in rain? Just wondering if it worked for a daily rig. Oh no, it's fine. It, it, it's it, it's kind of designed to deal with that, and and the, the amount of water that you might get through the rain is going to evaporate pretty quickly. So so it's never been an issue that I know of. Um, so I got a, a little guest here. Sorry. Look at that baby. Oh, <laughs> that's my little dog here. Oh. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, so so at Moab, I, uh, you know, kind of got my wheels turning. You know, there there's going to be. So when we when I struggled with um with hell's gate a little bit mm-hmm. and then mickey's hot tub too you know i got down into mickey's hot tub i mean i'm i'm not afraid to put the forerunner in some some places you know that you definitely uh, aren't yeah no you aren't and so um and, and i was kind of gauging my success potential by following nick nick's in the in the black um uh jk right there and he's sport which is you know open differentials on, on 30 and no and I thought, you know what yeah. And no, yeah, no lockers. And so, so if I've got lockers and, and we've got, I've got uh, KM threes, pretty good tires. Um, if, if, if Nick can do it, probably I can do it. That, that was kind of my mindset. Yeah. Um, but he got in there and of course, Nick's not afraid to, to send it either. And he right. got in, in the Mickey's hot tub and about, about the fourth, fifth try got out of there. Uh, but, but it was, it was kind of sketchy, but he got out of there and then I got in and and i tried it two times and i think john thought that i had broken something i think he thought i'd broken an upper control arm or something and and when somebody yeah, starts saying, i remember it popping at one point oh yeah and when somebody says you i think he just broke something it just shifts everything in your mind you're like oh crap <laughs> now i can't send it i i've got i've got to back off you know and i'm starting getting more conservative and i think after you looked at it and you thought no, i don't think it's broken um i said okay i'm gonna give it one more try and then you were like, okay, that's it. No, no more. Because I was about to tip over again and I had to winch out. And, that, and that's, that's always, that always sucks when you, <laughs> when you yeah, have to winch sure. and nobody else did. So hey, I'm Robert, real quick, what's the, dog, what's the dog's name? And is it a Boykin Spaniel? It's a Boykin Spaniel and her name is Lily. Um, Lily. She's my daughter's, my daughter's dog. She wanted a, a Bichon Freeze, some kind of little white oh. dog. And I'm, and I'm like, look, I'm a duck hunter by heart. I said, I said, that Boykin Spaniel is the earliest dog I can possibly get. And I, that's it. Those I've, are got great a, dogs. I've got yeah. a lab yeah. too right now. But, she, yeah. but, she, but she's my lap dog. She likes to get in my lap when I'm sitting in the chair. So. Someone else wants to know if you have a YouTube channel, Robert. I don't. I don't have a YouTube channel. Um, it's he's really just our, nice. He's just one of our key guests on Ozark Overland Adventures. It, it's so nice not having to get out and do the cameras. And, you know, and it's a lot of work doing those. People don't, who, who've never been with you, Matt, don't, they don't understand. We got to stop every five minutes. You got to set up the <laughs> camera. You got to run back and forth and run back and forth. And, we, and me and John, we'll just sit back and, you know, chat yep. on, the, on the radios while you're running back and forth. And we just sit there chilling, you know, and then we get yeah. the cool drone shots. And, and um, but no, it's a lot of work. I'm not, I, who knows? Maybe, maybe one day I will, but I'm going to have to have somebody that, that, that wants to do the editing for me and all that stuff. So <laughs> I don't, I don't really care. Jail um, Haynes says that they just bought a forerunner in part because of what 
they've seen yours do here on our go. show on OA. I'm interested to know how the supercharger setup is holding up and has there been any issues, fuel consumption, that kind of thing. Um, I love the supercharger uh, for the performance, for sure. Uh, it adds 30% horsepower to your, um, and, and also 30% torque too. So it kind of turns your 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 lethargic V6 into, it feels more like a V8. But now mm-hmm. I will tell you that my wife's got a, a 2012 Toyota Sequoia that she loves. And the first day I put the supercharger on there, I said, okay, let's go race. And then she just, whoa, <laughs> she took off and left it. Yeah. But, uh, but man, it does add a lot of power. And when you add all that weight that we did, I think my rig was 6,660 pounds when we were. Oh, wow. um, so she's pretty heavy, but supercharger helps out a lot. And then I re-geared too, to 488s. So I put yeah. 488s on it, supercharger. And, uh, but now the issues that we have, we're, we're, we're I broke down several times uh, over the last three years and, most of them can be attributed to the supercharger. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but something about the bearings and the supercharger just not like water. Now, I, but I still am not going to take the supercharger off because it, I just love the power too much. And I just said, you know what? This is going to be a maintenance thing. Um, I'm starting to get a better feel for when they're going out. But that water gets in, even even these sealed bearings, something about it, they just they don't last. And so I just kind of. But you're not one to avoid going. the water either. Like you're, you're uh-huh. gonna, you know, you're not gonna let that stop you. No, once, once you, once you've done that a few times, and and you're not afraid of it anymore, it's almost addictive. You just kind of want to <laughs> see. Yeah, the water crossings are just fun. how far you can go, and and. Oh my word! It's awesome. I mean that that, I, you know, I don't know. It's just it's, we've done a lot uh, since then too. But, but no, the Forerunners does great, and and the but you you've got to be aware that anytime you do this kind of stuff that we do this often, I mean, some people do maybe one trip a year. We're doing one a month, uh, sometimes oh, twice yeah. a month. Right. And when we go through water, we don't go through one stream. We're going through forty-four waterfalls. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, that's a lot of water. So I mean, it, yeah. it's just it's just eating away all that grease, and 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 I'm I'm not a a, a maintenance kind of person. Right. I'm not, I, I would, it, but, uh, so, it, so you really got to be disciplined with all that. And, um, but, uh, but I'm starting to learn a little bit more about the, what to listen for when the bearings are start to go out. But, but I've, I've had to been, I think I've been towed about four times over the last three years. And, and most of it has to do with the supercharger and, um, and, and some bearing going out. And I think one time, I think it was, we were on a, a recon mis- mission for another trip where we were, we were exploring the white, um, mountain area, White Rock, White Rock Mountain, mm-hmm. and and we we I overheated and we couldn't figure out what was going on and we thought maybe it was so much yeah. mud caked in there because it was caked pretty good. We cleaned out the mud and it still still got hot on us. Is and that what affects your out, axles too? Is that gonna um, the supercharger? No, the okay. axles. That's just the no. engine. Okay. okay. No, but it but it, but it does give you more torque and horsepower. So I guess in a way it could because you are creating more force that can be applied to your CV axles. Yeah. So that's all something to consider. Um, yeah. But the but getting back to my, my what I was saying before, um, you know, we that that camp that we were staying at, we had to go through some some huge mud holes to get to camp, and we and we went back and forth to camp like three or four times, and somewhere in there, a stick got shoved up in my radiator. I mean, it was just a could happen to any kind of vehicle, but but it, but it happened to me, and and so that's yeah. what it was. It was a it was a puncture. And we didn't even think that. We just thought that the mud was taking up and taking in your air intake. Yeah, actually, actually, um, Matthew was with me on that trip, and he towed me down to um, Ken's Towing, which they have mm-hmm. a, um, a shop there, and um, the mechanics there came out there, and they looked at it, and they we cleaned it all off really good, and we cooled the engine down, and we thought we had it fixed, and I got about three minutes down the interstate, and it, it heated up again, so mm-hmm. I knew it was something more serious, and, and, and we were losing fluid. I mean, if you have to keep adding coolant, something's wrong. I mean, you're obviously losing it somewhere, so... So that yeah. was that trip, and um, and then and then I've broken probably three CV axles I think over the over the course of time. The first one was at at Hot Springs. I had just gotten the front lockers, and we went down um, a trail that was that was pretty tight. I got too close to a tree, and mm-hmm. I was actually trying to reverse, and I left my front locker on when I was reversing. I was in, and I put it in a bind, and it popped just like that, wow. and um, that was the first time. But it, but you know one good thing about a CV axle as long as it's not, you know, messing up anything else. You can actually crawl out. And so I did, I, I drove it, I drove it to mud connections again. And, 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 uh, Brian got me back on the road. Actually, I, Dustin is, is the, is the technician that works on, on my, 
on my forerunner, so he, he, he knows it pretty, pretty intimately. Yeah, yeah, Dustin's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. They're they're good people at Mud Connections. Everybody in Arkansas or anybody surrounding, give him a call. Well, I mean, I, I, I love Brian, and, and, and Brian's Brian is not a salesperson, and 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 uh, you know, and if Brian's listening to this, you know, I love you to death, but but he, <laughs> you know, some, sometimes he can get frustrated with situations, and he, and he, but but I love him that he's not a salesperson because he doesn't try to talk you into something that you don't need. In fact, several times he says, Robert, he said, I played this game about trying to keep up the tire size and all this stuff. He says, you know, there's always going to be somebody who gets a little bit bigger tire and does this. So, so don't, you know, don't fall into that trap. You know, your forerunner is set up well and treat it well. And, but anyway, but it's, you know, when, but as soon as somebody goes to a bigger tire size, you're like, okay, I want that one. Yeah. They're in Little Rock. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, real quick, um, Casey is sorry. They're like, but thanks. You need to add some color to your hair, Matt. He's not allowed to add washed out, Matt. I've yeah. had that color in my hair before. He's not allowed to add this since I have the so. <laughs> Oh, and then someone else, uh, real quick. I gotta, I gotta mention this too, because it's been asked several times and I can't find it. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Wait, Matt, did you get a sleeve? I did. Well, three quarter sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. The whole art right there. Anyways, but back to Robert. So this last trip, I don't know if I have a picture that shows exactly the water damage, but you can kind of see it there on that back fender where that dud, that dirt is going up over. Yeah. Show the picture with him hanging out the window smiling. Yeah. I don't know that I have that one in here. I sent that to you. I know. It was on the, um, it's on the yeah it's on the intro mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure i can find it i'll pull it up for you real quick but, but yeah that well, that's true. we While learned you're looking a new for it, i'll just go ahead that's it we learned a new thing to check in our maintenance checks mm -hmm. and that's the quality of the gas caps yeah well yeah. you know and, and the thing is they're air they're air vented too and I, and I don't know if if the um brian told me that that on their um land cruisers they got a kind of a from what I understood, it's almost like a snorkel for your for your um, your fuel ports, and so that might be something I look into in the future too. Hmm, but but that. the thing is, yeah. uh, the, the only reason that happened, I mean, we just gone through um, the, the Buffalo River at, at four point six at at the uh, St. Joe gauge, four point six two, actually, yeah. and and we we crossed at the deeper crossing, and that Which was is deep. really high. I mean. That that was that was about as deep as you possibly can cross in our rigs anyway. Set up set up the way they were. The problem with this one was is um, we we were almost through with the day, and 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 when you get tired, you start you start making mistakes, and it's just it's one of those things. And we were almost to camp, and and we were going through this last mud hole, and and I know this, I know better than this, but I did it anyway. Um, there was a limb hanging down in the middle of the trail that james had just gone through and it kind of scraped his top well i've got those two crossbars on on top of my, my rooftop tent and john had just told me that i had one hung up in there and so i, I was like ah, i'm gonna avoid that so it doesn't kind of catch in my in my rooftop tent and break the the cross rails and so i just kind of went around it onto the side of the mud hole and i guess my my driver's size tires were actually straddling in between the two major ruts on that hole and then and then all of a sudden i just slipped in and you can see the water line there. We've actually been pulled. I've been pulled forward a little bit, but it, it went right over the gas cap. And I sat there for probably 15 minutes with the engine running and, and that, that fuel tank's got to breathe. And so, you know, it sucked in air somewhere. And, and uh, shout out real quick to it, Nathan Anderson photography here. He took all the pictures. So I want to give him a yeah. for that. That's another reason you're talking about your own YouTube channel. It's nice having your <laughs> personal photographer on all these trips. Chef, That's yeah, everybody. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, you can so see you that water line there. Mm -hmm. um, we stayed there for like 15 minutes, and and I wasn't worried the whole time. I mean, you can tell. I mean, I wasn't. I, I didn't feel like I was fixing. No, you're over. In, I you're laughing. I wasn't afraid of it. I mean, I've been in this kind of a situation before, you know. But uh, but I never even occurred you're to all me. Smiling. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. I, I thought it was all fun. You know, it's just uh, it's no big deal. Somebody's going to pull me out. I'm going to get another soft shack with shame and, and y'all make fun of me and that'll be it. You know, and even in the and, video um, entrance, you did this on the soft shackle. Oh yeah. I was kidding around. That, well, that's, that's, a, that's a fun thing that we do. And, and there's a lot of people who get, get, get kind of um, worked up because there's like, there's no shame in using a soft shackle and being safe. We know that we get that. We do. But, yeah. but when you do something stupid, like go through a mud hole uh, and you don't make it out and you got to get pulled out, that that's kind of fun to, to, to rib each other for. But, um, but yeah, I, I didn't realize that, that I was sucking in water in my gas tank. I didn't even think about it. Cause I was thinking, you know, that cap with the seal on it would be fine, but sure mm -hmm. enough, it brought it in there. And then about, I don't know, five, about seven or eight minutes into it, my engine quit. This wouldn't like, start. Oh, I guess, well, I'm, yeah, I, we, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm at a, at a big angle or something. And, yeah. We just then, thought it was because um, the angle. And then, and then, and then it cranked right back up again. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. And then it died again. And then the second time it died, I'm like, Ooh, uh, we need to get me out of here. And then we, we pulled mm -hmm. forward and then it just wouldn't crank, wouldn't crank, wouldn't crank. And then we thought, well, maybe, maybe I've flooded it somehow. And I don't yeah. know, you know, so we kind of hoping, hoping, hoping on hope and, and, and so James got to pull me to, to camp and, um, and then, and then Paul, um, and his, um, brother-in-law tom showed up to camp that night and first thing i asked paul was you know how mechanically inclined are you and he goes i'm, I'm pretty mechanically inclined <laughs> i'm like okay good fix it and so he, right. he he started asking what happened and we looked at the gas tank and there was there was mud muddy water down inside the tube in the gas tank and so we're like oh no and then he sure enough pulled the gas lines off fuel lines and and um and and it was it was it was pumping out muddy water yeah it just yeah. looked like chocolate so, milk in your gas line Oh yeah. So, so we were like, that's, it's done. And I tell you, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's, I knew I was out for the count on that one. And, and, and we still had two more nights of camping. So that was yeah, so very what, impressive. What goes it through your mind whenever that, like you, you see that and you realize, okay, this is serious. Like, well, the first thing that, that went through my mind, I, I mean, it, it's a, it's a vehicle, it's, it's, it's an object, it's a tool. I mean, I am, I am emotionally attached to it, but at the same time, um, it, it's, it's the experiences that it brings that, that, it, that is, that is important to me. And my first thought was I'm fixing to take somebody out of the strip because it's not just me that has to go back. Now somebody has got to pull me back. And, and, you know, of course, John was, 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 uh, no pun intended, Johnny on the spot. But I said, Hey man, I got you, you know, we're going to go back and, you know, we, we can go back home tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow night and everything. And I'm like, no, 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 let's just, let's just get it to, I mean, to a town. Was and get yeah. John was willing to take you home, pick up your Tacoma and then come oh, on yeah. back. He said, we could do that if, I, if we wanted to, but that's a long drive. That's a, that's five hours. That's a long drive. So, so I, I knew that wasn't going to be an option. Um, so, but, but, you know, we, you, you kind of altered your route and we all just, just made a thing of it and we all went down to, to Hector and, and waited for the tow truck. And, um, you know, I called Brian up and, you know, he, I've got his, <laughs> got his cell phone number. And, um, and he said, look, I'm, you know, here's, I'm speeding you know, up. I, I can meet the, uh, the tow truck driver if you need me to, or, or if, if, if you've got somebody that can meet him there, then, then that's fine too. And so I called my son-in-law Tyler, um, who was, who was home that weekend. Um, and I said, Hey, do you mind meeting the tow truck driver at, at Mud Connections? And so he did that for me and, so I appreciate that. And, and so that, that, that let me hang out with you guys for another, another couple, well, one more night. And um, yeah, I was glad you didn't have to leave. Yep. Cause it's not, just about the, it's not just about your ride. It's also about hanging out with everybody and the experiences that you get and the oh, camping yeah. and, and so you look forward part, to that, still, you know, you look forward yeah, to that's the best part. Time. But Craig says when that happened, he thought if two or three guys stood on the passenger side, that might've helped. Did you guys try yeah. that or would that have been too dangerous? Yeah, we tried to pull him down from the side, but his rig was just so heavy back there, it, it wouldn't come down. Plus, his yeah. back tire was hung up on a tree, too, so that didn't help. And and I never hit my front locker, either, you know, and that was another thing I should have done. I should have immediately hit my front locker and just tried to try to crawl forward. Um, but I, I had, you know, I had just broken a CV axle two weekends ago, and I had it in my mind. I didn't want to, and I thought I might be in a bind, and, you know, I just... I should have done that. There's a lot of things I should have done. Hindsight's 2020, and, and, and I definitely would not have been so casual about the rescue effort too. If I had realized that I was sucking in muddy water in my gas tank, yeah. I would have been like, hey, I hook up now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> yeah. any of us ever thought that. No, we didn't think, I mean, it's just, that's, but that's, that's part of, part of learning, you know, and yeah, but, but fortunately we'll look next um, time, you what? <laughs> we'll look yeah. next time. Yeah. And it's, it's still a little musty in there. You know, it's uh 
And, and, and so in the meantime, so this is what's going through my brain. When I buy a vehicle, it's usually with the mindset of what am I going to be doing with it in two years, not necessarily right now. Right. And so, like I told you before, I bought the first, my first, the, the, the 2016 Tacoma with the mindset that I'm going to give it to my son in a couple of years. And then I got the, the forerunner and, and used it as my daily driver and my, and my work vehicle, really going to see customers and all. And, and I said, but I'm going to build it up to be a, an overlander. And, and, and I, and slowly, but surely I, I built it up to where it's really should be a dedicated overlander. I mean, it's, it's, it's really not practical for, um, you know, it's, it, I get like nine to 10 miles per gallon and to answer the right. question earlier, uh, about the supercharger, um, it did help with gas mileage. Um, but, but there's right. much as weight as I have on it and those 35 inch tires and I'm getting about 10 miles per gallon. Um, and so that's about not like good. that when he's pulling the tank. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I'm like, you know what, uh, it, the, my, my forerunner was at mud connections. It was still undiagnosed. Like we didn't know what the final thought was. And so I started thinking, what do I want next? You know, what, what kind of vehicle do I want two years from now? And, I was about to uh, say, I just posted, you know, a graphic on Instagram and 257 people have voted on this, um, whether or not, you know, the forerunner was still in the ring or if you decided to change that up and trade and 39% people said that you traded and then 61% people said never, you would never trade the forerunner. Well, I understand so, 60. There was a, there was a lot of, um, discussions around the campfire the next night um and you know picking on you get a jeep no don't get it you know keep the the foreign i told you that yep. don't get a jeep because you're going to turn ozark overland adventures into a jeep channel and i didn't want that <laughs> because the fact yeah. that we have the forerunners and we had the colorado had it's a little diversity um, you know ironically you know, even though awesome. um you know you know I, knuckles was was an awesome jeep but you even said so that you didn't really do a, a walk around at first because everybody's got a Jeep like that. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. not anything that was crazy unique. And one of the things about the Forerunner is that it is unique. Not yeah, not everybody's going to put that much effort and time into a Forerunner. Um, very few and people so, wheel a Forerunner like that. No, yeah. they don't. They don't. And, and, and that, that if you remove the back seat. Did you remove the back seat out of that Forerunner? I haven't. Um, I haven't, but I, I might. I've got I've got some ideas for the Forerunner. Um, I've, I've often told um, my, I, I told my wife that I was going to bedline the whole thing, like like the Tacoma, and I wanted to do that. And I'm thinking that I might rip out every stitch of carpet in that thing and bedline the whole interior, exterior, make it a shell, turn that thing into just a you know a mud machine. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with it. But it's but you yeah. started no longer, thinking but, around but, camp. Well, it's no longer my daily driver now. Yeah. For so, the record, the Forerunner lives. Yeah. It does live, and it's better. It's it's better than ever. And it is better you than still ever. Still have it. You did not trade it in, but it's also not the only vehicle in your driveway now. Well, no, actually, I've got several vehicles. So you got. <laughs> it, it's not your. Oh well, besides the Tacoma. It's this not is actually carries. Well, it's not we, carries. we now have three three trail capable vehicles in the driveway. We still have my Tacoma, my '95 Tacoma. We've got the Forerunner, and now we've got a Jeep. And and I, you know, the Forerunner I'm a, I'm a, owner bought a Wrangler. Yeah, I am a. I'm still a diehard Toyota loyalist, and but here's here's the thing. I'm just telling you, said, my I, views I, just plummeted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I have, uh, I have, I have often said that that the, the Toyotas were were, you know, it's, it's the it's the two R's: reliability and resale. You know that they're 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 super good for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have a Jeep, Nathan. And so, and so Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> and so, um, so Nathan, Nathan got a Rubicon, and I got to thinking, yeah. you know what? Um, this it, it does seem like the group is is moving more towards the. I mean, everybody in the group after Bonfire Run that had a Jeep went to 37s. I mean, everybody did. And, and yeah. you know, if you go back and watch that Bonfire Run, the Forerunner did great. I mean, it, it, it handled the mud well. I mean, the independent front suspension, it kind of slid over some of those, those ruts. I mean, it, it did really well. And then, um, and then all of a sudden, everybody goes against 37s. And I'm like, that's fine. I got no problem with that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I mean, Matt, Matt says <laughs> that all you need is 35s to run any trail out there. And then they said, oh, but by the way, 
since Matt's got a gladiator and um, oh, also Matt said he would never ever get rid of uh, knuckles, which is I the did. center point of that. I don't know if you can see that our back. Yeah, that, that's our that's poster the right there. Yeah. Well, that center. Sorry, I can't do this right. But a no, lot I of those vehicles yeah. that, that were in there are kind of gone now. And uh, but uh, knuckles was was a great machine, but it started having some issues, too. And you and you yeah, started getting nervous about that and you're fixing to go full time overlanding mm -hmm. you know where you, you know you're basically your home is on, on wheels he was hesitant so because you, he always you remember he did that whole is the jk the best overlanding vehicle oh yeah he said he said he didn't want the technology he didn't I mean mm. it's all that yeah. Yeah. so and, we, and we've given matt a hard time about that <laughs> but we love his gladiator and, and, and i still and the I, thing that i, I hate. really debated on a gladiator for a long time uh, yeah. I, I like the gladiators. I think with the gladiator, you pretty much have to you have to build it up, though. You, you can't leave it stock. No, I, I, I don't care for the way it looks stock. Right. Uh, that's yeah. That's that's my my new ride. But so anyway, tell us, um, tell us a little bit about that real quick, Robert. You got a Rubicon, and it looks like it has the extreme right. recon package. Well, let me as go well, back right? a little bit. So so I, I, I you know, but while Mud Connection is still trying trying to see if my forerunner is going to live. Or yeah. Not, yeah. Um, I, I got I started looking and and. And I, I talked to, to my wife about it and I said, you know what, I, I think I'd like to have a Jeep. I, th I think I would like to to build up a Jeep as our next project because I've, I've already built up an old Tacoma, um, a, a third gen Tacoma, um, a fifth gen Forerunner. Um, actually, I've built up two. Uh, we, we've had another. My, my daughter's got a Forerunner too that's built up. It was actually Frank Likert's. Uh, forerunner that was oh, yeah, he did yeah. a really that's good a job nice setting that up and and they're going to be on some I, i'm trying to convince them to go with us on on a, on a run pretty soon but it's a it's a nice forerunner and and it's, it's still on 33s so anyway so we we've we've had all that and i said you know i don't i don't want to put another effort into that again let let me do something different and let me let me try to put another tool in the in the in the the, the work shed that that has right. different capabilities and so um we went to moab what in was it what, what month was that that was july july yeah july and we called it the moab the moab madness run because we yeah, ran was the down there july. we ran down there for four days or five days it was spent two days traveling and three days doing trails and we did um i mean we we, we stayed up till two o'clock in the morning get up at five o'clock in the morning and run trails all day long. It was exhausting. Exhausting um, trails. They were the hardest yeah, trails. It, it, it really, it, it really hurt my soul. And then um, having to sit out and, and ride. And then I was back in John's shoes on that first, like he was on that first cold water run, riding passenger shotgun with him on, on two of those intense trails. And, and I don't think the forerunner was ready for those trails mm. because it was my daily driver. And if something catastrophic happened to it, I would be out of vehicle. Right. Now, now that being said, I would love to trailer it back to Moab and try some of those things, but with the, with the understanding that this could be a swan song, you know, that I might, <laughs> I might flip over on a cliffhanger as long as we don't go over the cliff that's 300 foot tall, you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that being said, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to get a Jeep and I'm going to get a uh, and I thought about the, the Gladiator and, and the Wrangler and and you know the glad the gladiator is super capable and, and it's really kind of more my personality than, than the wrangler was i said but you know what i've got an overland vehicle i've got the forerunner i'm mean, i can i can total tow a lot of stuff with it i can actually tow a trailer with it um i think i think with the way it's set up right now i can i can do about a 6500 pound um trailer with no issues with the forerunner and um so, so i'm like you know what? i'm gonna get a wrangler i'm gonna try to try to follow in John Berdowski's footsteps and go minimalist. This is very hard for me, but I'm going to do that. And I'm going to, I'm calling this my trails and rock edition. So this, this uh, Wrangler is going to be set up for, um, for quick trips that are, that you don't have to have a lot of gear for and for extremely challenging trails. So, so Brandon, so, just, so we may have answered get? that for Brandon. Brandon just asked, are you going to build a Jeep up for the wife? Um, I've been I've been trying to get her to it's say yes. Not it's, it's, it's her Jeep, but she said it's if it was my here. Jeep, it would be red because she's raised back through and through. She's born in Little Rock, and and she had to move Whoopee. to Texas when she was in in high school, and she hates Texas because she's a raised back. <laughs> and, and so if it was hers, it'd be raised back red. But but she has been driving it a lot lately, and she says she likes it. So I don't know. We'll see. But we're we got some plans for it. I mean, we've um, I've already got a lift ordered. Uh, we got a three and a half inch 
um, Terraflex coming. It's and already it's really, a recon. It's really, so yeah, it's already a trail recon. And, and I really, I, I was going to get just a regular Rubicon. I was trying to find a used one and, and I could, I, but I wanted the metallic gray, um, the, the granite crystal metallic gray, I think it is called, or, or what is it? Matt, the crystal I think granite. Right. Is it the granite? Yeah, it's the granite metallic crystal or something. Yeah. Because yeah. I really love John's color, the stingray gray. That's that's a beautiful Jeep, in my opinion. I love that one. And then and then of course Matt's got the blue, and I'm I'm more of a gray black type person. And then it matches more, your forerunner. So you know, yeah, I'm I mean it's the same, it's basically the same color as the forerunner. And um and then Nathan got the, the black Jeep. So I'm like, you know what? That's about the only color left. And um, yeah. I noticed how you 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 uh you posted the picture where you're posing in front of me, so your tires look bigger than mine. But, th- but those, but those two Jeeps are exactly that's the same. Your, that's your picture. That's the picture you took, though. So. I took two though. I sent two. I sent one with me in front and one and you in front. So no, but but getting back to that though. So I'm so I'm sitting here. So I've actually find that um the the granite crystal. It's it's actually a new vehicle, which is kind of against my principles. But I, I could not. I literally could not find a used one. For less money than yeah, I could no, get a brand is. new one. It's crazy yeah. right now. Yeah, and so I found this this Jeep and it was actually only about an hour and a half for me. And and it but it was and it was the trail recon. I did a little research on it and, and I think even on that podcast, do you remember me asking you those questions about do you think the, the trail recon the package extreme, is worth it? Yeah, the extreme recon. Yeah. Did you remember me asking you that question? Well, the reason I was asking that question is because I was sitting there debating on whether to get one or not. Oh. Unbeknownst to me, Kara was already heading down to Mobile to pick up hers. That had so, it on it. So you better believe I was also listening to my husband because I was just like, I'm fixing to go get this vehicle that has it on there. Let's see what he's about to say. <laughs> but Missouri um, yes, did. Yeah, did you go consider ahead. the Land Cruiser? Yes, I did. And and um and I tell you, Brian's got several Land Cruisers for sale that they're not built up yet, but they're 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 they have super potential. And he's got a, a Land Cruiser that I, that I have begged him to sell me ever since I met him. And uh, and, and, and I, I want to get him to come on one of our trips sometime because that is a it's a beautiful Land Cruiser. It's on 35. It's got it's got a solid front axle. It's a, it's a 97. And um, and he's got it. It's, it's bedlined. I mean, anybody who knows Mud Connections, it's always out front. Um, and that's a super capable rig. And I would I would love to have one. But um, yes, Paul, I have bought 37s. They're just not on it yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing though if, if you, you've got a 97 toyota land cruiser because i'd want the solid front axle um i don't i don't think i could send it like that i don't think i could i could do that to to a, a classic like that um I'm, i'd be afraid that i would tear it up i'm not i'm not afraid to tear up my forerunner because i can go get another one that looks just like it i'm not yeah. afraid to tear up this jeep because there's it's thousands like a collector thing yeah, tearing up a classic Land Cruiser, that'd be tough. Yeah. It would be tough. And if I rolled one, oh my word. So so no, I I'm 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 not gonna do the Land Cruiser like that. I, I would I would still like to have a Land Cruiser one day and that's not out of the that's not out of the question either. But I don't think I could wheel it the way we're wheeling things. Yeah, someone said since yeah. Matt hates all the ducks, um now all the ducks go to Karen Robert. Don't forget Nathan. I'm sure yep. he'll accept Send them ducks the ducks too. <laughs> don't duck me. <laughs> Um, Kirk said Nathan was the hero until he got rid of his ZR2. Maybe get some 40s under the Forerunner. <laughs> and and that was also a debate too. Um, and I think I wanted um, you to solid axle swap the Forerunner. And that's so I, I had wanted. I had a pretty long conversation with Brian about that as well. And he said that one of the issues with that is that when you have a vehicle that's designed for IFS to get a solid front axle underneath the front, you have to lift it to like six inches. Oh, and wow. and that's kind of where um, jailbreak overland was. Um, I mean, when we when we saw his yeah. his uh, Land Cruiser, I mean, he was up. He was he was tall. He was super tall, yeah. super heavy. He was. He was real top heavy. And 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 he had thirty sevens on his rig. And when and we were going to do that sketchy trail, I mean, he got called away for a family emergency. But I was I was nervous that he was going to flip on that one because yeah, that that's a really I mean that's a really sketchy for for even even your Gladiator. He doesn't feel good in. But, you go um, that tall and it starts getting t- more titty. Yep. And so yep. if I had to um, raise the forerunner another three inches and then put 37s or 38s mm-hmm. on or something like that, or 40s, 
Um, right. You know, it's to me, I, w- I would have to go super wide and, and then and now, now you lose your, the nimbleness of the forerunner. So, so yeah, if you did that, then you're, you're really taking the forerunner to where it's not meant to be. Um, it's just, it, it's, it would be fun to do. And if you had unlimited resources and time, yeah, I think that'd be awesome. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing um, um, the Yoda runner in person. I think um, Aaron has, um, has, has lifted his forerunner and, and, and put 37s on it and 38. Thirty-eights, and and I'm yeah. I'm curious to see how it does on the trail, and um yeah. and I and I and I, I kind of did a lot of my foreigner stuff based on what he did with his before. So, but no, I, I think I have decided, <laughs> I have decided to uh, keep the foreigner like it is with thirty-fives because it's super capable. Um, and just for the record, that foreigner has done twenty-two Jeep Badge of Honor trails, and I think besides John's truck uh, Jeep, probably the most in the group right now for the vehicles. I don't yeah. think any other vehicle has done that many. How many has he done? Yeah, John's done 24. I've done 22. Yeah. Uh, we, of course, we've done some, se- some several more times. I don't know how many you did yeah. in Knuckles, but. Um, Total, I've done 21. Yeah, so I mean. But we so haven't that, been that out corner, to like Stony Lonesome and stuff. Y'all made some trips there that we haven't. Yeah. Even and, and, and here's another thing, too. Like, um, every time I come back from a trip. I go to work and my I work with my brother and he just does a he does a walk around of, of my vehicle and just looks <laughs> looks for new new damages you know and he can't he can't pick them out anymore because there's so many on the foreigner and yeah. um and then you look at John's Jeep and he all the damage that's happened to my foreigner I've been following John and he doesn't yeah. have those damage on his on his Jeep because the Jeep is just designed to keep a you know the body of the Jeep is narrower and your your wheelbase is wider. And so yeah. I get a lot of body damage on trees and, 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 and ravines and rock faces that, that the Jeep didn't get because it's just the way it's structured. Ravel yeah. Torres asked if we were taking both Jeeps, the hot springs. We actually did that this past weekend and Robert did not hesitate to break in this Jeep. Nope. No. It's Video coming Friday. Yep. Video coming Friday. Friday. Well, not tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, there's Robert. I think that's where you actually laid it on your back bumper. Yeah, I crunched my back bumper, and um, um, but but really, I tell you, it, it popped right back in. You would never know I hit anything with it. Now I did scratch up the rims, um, and I also hit the rock slider pretty hard and cracked the rock slider to where I think Matt tried to wipe some mud off and ended up slicing his finger on it. So. Yeah. yeah, for real. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. So, what do you plan on doing to this Jeep? It's a Rubicon. It's obviously very capable and it's got the extreme recon package. So that gives it a one and a half inch lift and it's on 35s. It's on 35s, KO2s, and, and it also has uh, uh, the 4.56 gear. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, as opposed to a 410. And that was appealing to me too, you know, not to have to break into the gears right away. Right. You know, I can, I can put 37s on that and run that. Um, and if I, if I, if I end up getting heavier with it and more weight and pulling trailers, I might, I might have to re-gear, but I'm going to try to run the 456 for a little while. And, um, but anyway, uh, yes, the driver, it is the driver. <laughs> and, and, and I, uh, you know, every, everything that's happened to that foreigner, it's been my fault. It's not been her the fault. person. She has, she has done her say, job. Says, says the person whose Jeep is currently at Mud Connections. Well, just that's gonna, that's going to be a reveal in, the, just, I guess, the next video. But, you know, that. sure enough, John, John is, has been, luckily has dodged a bullet of any yeah. major trail damage. I think we had to change a tire one time. And, and he he actually did break a, a, a U-joint on Poughkeepsie Wall, I think. Um, Don't give anything away for Friday's video. But anyway, um, I think she just did. Kara just did. I just mentioned it was at Mud Connections. That's true. It, it is. That's so, a teaser. Yeah, let, let, let's just say that, that it can happen to anybody at any time, you know, having yeah. some damage. So so it's just it's just part of it. And, and you know, when you do it like we do it, you just know that's going to be part of it. And there's a lot of people who think that we're absolutely crazy for taking, uh, you know, a, 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 a a late model rig out there and, 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 and doing this, but, but that's, that's what we want to do. You know, we, we, yeah. we look at our vehicles like now Kara's, she still wants to keep hers pretty because that's a beautiful Jeep. And, and, but yet she still wheeled it and she, mm-hmm. she might've scuffed up a little bit of stuff, but I think she got out of the hot springs pretty much unscathed, I think. 
Yeah, and I so, just have a couple so, little nicks, but not really. Anything. Yeah, but, you know that, that's that's. But but you know when she took her trailhawk out there, I mean that was she got a dent, you know, and and she but she kept the dent for for a long time. And honestly, that and, dent wasn't even like it was something to go around a bypass. Like it, it, it's just a just a little quick. Like you said earlier, you get tired and you just start. You just lose a little bit of that. I blame Matt. You... I think I think Matt gave you a bad spot. That's what it was. <laughs> he did. He wasn't spotting me at all. On the bypass. See, and it was his fault. He wasn't even the there bypass. to help you. He just left you and started videoing. I I you, yeah, you got to be least... careful with Matt. You got to be careful left with Matt her on the spotting bypass. you and videoing at the same time. I know. Because you, I, know. I think there's also a part in Matt's brain who goes, you know what? I could tell him to turn a little bit driver, but man, that'd make a really cool video shot too for the for the channel. Better content if we have problems. That's exactly right. Now I will say I plan to make keep my Jeep the pretty pink bougie boo. Um, but I'm gonna will the crap at her. Me, I think we're gonna go to Pritchett, aren't we, Robert? <sighs> yes, we <laughs> are soon. we are gonna we are gonna it's go to Pritchett. Too soon. I'm I'm no. gonna go to Pritchett with this Jeep um because I've got I you know I, I wanna do it. Um I do too. I do too. That's the, but I wanna do the, it when it's cooler weather plan. We yeah, we're gonna start really early. 110 degrees out there. 2023 in May, I think it'd be perfect. <laughs> hey, real quick, Brian wants to know: Do they make a water filter add-on for a Jeep fuel cap? I don't know. What does that even mean? Like to filter out the water if it comes in the water? Well, cap? I mean, because I mean, like, if I was, to prevent if I was what Jeep, happened to Robert, if I was in a Jeep, the same scenario could have happened to me to, in a Jeep as well. I mean, if you're just yeah, it had nothing to do with the forerunner. It was just the fact that I was yeah. turned over sideways in a mud hole. Yeah. I mean, I, and you can do that in a Jeep too. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of Jeeps who've rolled over and, and I, and I, and I have to keep that in mind, but I tell you going out to hot springs and, and Matt was asking me several times, you know, how does it, how does it feel different from the forerunner? I was never nervous in the Jeep um, of turning over. And, and I was even asking you all on the radio, I'm like, okay, now that I've got this pitch and roll right in front of my face, um, what, what degree can I get to without being nervous? And John's like, well, you know, 25 degrees feels pretty sketchy. And I'm like, I'm at 25 degrees right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel nervous, you know? And, and so it, that was a nice feeling. And that one fun run curve, that's really steep. Um, every yeah, time I've done it before runner, I've had to have somebody hang off the back corner because, because yeah. I just felt like I was fixing to go and maybe I wouldn't have, but man, I just felt like it. And I just, I just yeah. was too nervous, but in the, in the in the um the jl it was it i didn't feel like that at all i will say that people that have never driven a vehicle other than a jeep do not have the whole view of people who have driven you know the independent suspensions or anything like your forerunner or even my trailhawk because whenever we left the park the other day i was like after driving it in my wrangler I'm really impressed that I was able to do it in my Grand Cherokee because just the tippiness is just something I was expecting it to be tippy feeling in my regular just because I've gotten so used to that feeling in my Cherokee. Yeah. And I think your Cherokee's center of gravity is better than the forerunner too, because you're yeah. lower, you weren't, you weren't lifted quite as high and, and you're, um, you didn't have a, I don't think you had a rooftop tent on the time. So mm -mm. Yep. Missouri Adventure says it's definitely turning into a Jeep channel. You need to have Grant Will with you guys more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because uh, that first Coldwater run that we went on, um, our buddy um, Nick Halstead, he he had a Jeep. He had a little TJ, mm -hmm. and then um, he um, he broke down on that trip, and he saw me and my forerunner going down a pretty steep hill eating Cheetos, not worried about it. And he's like, I'm going to get a forerunner. And then he got a, he got the exact same style forerunner that I had and he's, he's building his up now. And then, uh, and so, um, and Ryan's got a forerunner and then, and then, um, Grant had his TJ. He had a sweet TJ. He really did. Um, and he, he, uh, ended up selling it and getting a, a Tacoma. And ironically, you know, Matthew was there with his Tacoma on that trip and he was following Matthew the whole time. And Matthew's rear locker was messed up. So he actually struggled on, on a lot of stuff that, and, and people in the comments just like, why don't he just turn his locker on? Like, like we don't, like we yeah. wouldn't have known yeah. to do that. You know, like, of course we would have. Why didn't we think of that? On. Yeah. Everybody, but, um, everybody's good at telling you how to do things behind the camera. And, and <laughs> one thing that's always kind of strange is they always tell you, why don't you air down? You know, cause you, you, nobody's <laughs> air down. I'm like, yes, we are. We are. Air down. We really are. I think, I think we run like 14 to 16 pounds, mm -hmm. uh, depending on which rig you're in but but anyway but then 
but then Grant sells the Jeep and gets a gets a Tacoma, you know, and he's built his Tacoma yeah. up pretty nice now. And, it's a really nice Tacoma. So, I really like it. You know, I, 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 I like it when people aren't just um, stuck in, in one in a rut and, and they won't even look at other possibilities. And and I tell you, it was hard to, yeah. to, to, to swap over to a Jeep from a, from a forerunner. And, and, and I'm not swapping. I'm just adding two. And, and I still, I mean, I'm, I've been driving my foreigner all week and, yeah. um, and, and letting Carrie drive the Jeep. So maybe she'll, she'll claim it, you know, and then and maybe we'll with us one day too. But, um, but, but, uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to lift, we're going to lift at the questions are, we're going to lift the Jeep. We're going to put uh, three and a half on it. Uh, I've got some new bumpers ordered. We're going to put some icon um, bumpers on the front and rear course a winch um yeah. i got a snorkel already i got a bunch of toys in today it's like christmas morning i had a, a, <laughs> a rock new rock and that was nothing why i wasn't afraid to wheel it cares because i knew i'm going to replace the, the rims and tires i'm going to replace the bumpers yeah I'm gonna, you know so i didn't i wasn't really afraid of hurting anything yeah there was one of the bypasses on rubicon um the rubicon trail at hot springs i think it was called mike's way that i didn't yeah, take I it after seeing you all complete it, you took it, but I didn't want to take it because I was like, I don't have all these parts on order. <laughs> I can't just do that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's where I got the ding on the, on the rock slider too. Yeah. So you made a good choice and you could have done it. I mean, your, your rig was is literally the same rig as mine. Right. Um, so it's just a different color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, how was your, what was your thoughts of the Jeep and its capability after taking it to hot springs? Um, uh, I know well, you've always said that you've thought Jeeps are very capable in that situation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've watched John's rig for, yeah. for, you know, last, last three years and I, and I followed him quite a bit. Yeah. And, um, and so I, 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 just, I, I, bet, I knew what he could do. And I remember one time we were, um, um, we were with, with a couple of guys that, that hadn't really built that much with us and, mm -hmm. um, some, some friends from church and, and they, they both had, one of them had a, a Sequoia, um, and one of them had a, an FJ cruiser and they were with us and John got in this one little situation and I was back down below him and I wasn't spotting for him. And, and they were like, Whoa, stop, 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 stop. Because they thought that he was fixing to, to fall into this crack. And, and so I, I get out and I walk up there and I'm like, Oh no, come on, just come on, just go forward. You're fine. And just, and John just walks right over it, you know, and, but they weren't used to seeing, you know, what that, all that articulation can do for you. And so, so I, I knew it was capable. And I kept telling myself the whole time at Hot Springs, I'm like, look, I'm 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 on an inch and a half lift. I'm on 35s. I'm I'm basically where John was before he went to Pritchett that time, and he put 37s on, and I, and that thing was a trail beast, and it was awesome. And and I'm at, I kind of nicknamed his Jeep um, uh, the Billy Goat because it I mean it just it just would crawl over everything. Yeah. And um, but he says I don't have the right to name his Jeep, so I can't call it the Billy Goat. But, <laughs> but anyway, but it's the Ghost in the Darkness. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, that's what I, I think that would be cool. But he, but he hasn't seen the movie, so he doesn't understand the reference and thinks that's stupid. So I'm going I'm to get him to watch that movie one day. You do. He'll it's realize good, it's good really movie. Cool. It is a good movie. The Ghost in the Darkness. B3 Outdoors wants to know, do Jeeps have any off-road weaknesses? Matt, do you know of any? Robert, can you tell of any yet? Off-road weaknesses? More. What do you mean no. by weaknesses? Just like... On-road weaknesses, yes. Off-road, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've also said this. I think the Jeeps were... Uh, a vehicle that were that were designed to go off road, mm -hmm. that you can yeah. also drive on the highway, yeah, and exactly. and the the forerunners and and now the Land Cruisers were, were are, are off road beasts. They are. I mean, they're they're still heavy and 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 the the they've got a solid axle on, on the older models, but the newer ones are are basically you know designed to to everyday driving and highway use that you can take yeah. off road and not be afraid to use it off road, and so the the Jeeps are better off road in my opinion. To do rock crawling and 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 but man the forerunner and the land cruisers they, they do awesome too and i will and, say um, any type of off-road weaknesses also need to be credited to a driver because while the vehicle is just as capable if the driver is not as comfortable there's going to be some weaknesses there and if you don't have recovery or the proper equipment to be doing what you're doing that that's going to be a weakness i mean on any rig so what, what 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 would be the weaknesses for the Jeeps versus uh, an uh, an independent front suspension or off road? Now I, I I will say this: when we went through those mud holes, um, it seems like the, the 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 independent front suspension can kind of sled over some mud where you got that solid front mm -hmm. axle acts like a 
like like a, a dam to that mud. Um, that, that's the only yeah, thing I can think of that, that may be an, an instance where yeah. independent is better than than, than yeah, solid you got a little more axle. clearance right down the middle because of yeah. the solid axle. So if so if you're so if you got the same size tires, then you might have a little bit better chance to get over something like that. Uh, but if you've got anything that's off camber or, or you or you need the articulation, then having all four tires on the ground at the same time is very no weaknesses. Nick says, yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick Nick has also got some Toyotas in his family too, so yeah, you know, he, he he knows he knows the pros and cons of both. Matthew Shusinski said, "Jeep's weakness is an empty wallet." <laughs> yeah, so yeah the, yeah, the and, Jeep's weakness. Yeah, I I just saw Matt Fry's comment. Um, yeah. yeah, Jeep's weakness is in the fast, was in the the fast um, washboards and that sort of stuff. That's where IFS really shines, and is a whole lot more comfortable than a solid oh, yeah. front axle. That's right. Yeah. And, and I do remember being in the lead in the sometimes, and, and people asking me to slow down in the 400 because I was flying through there. But John, John doesn't really mind those those bumps, and because when John's leading the trails, he's he's gone. So he. He deals with it, but yeah, um, yeah. Like definitely, it's it's a more comfortable ride in the four hundred off road uh, if you're if you're moving any any pace at all. Yeah, and even Nick there says reliability and longevity Toyota every day. I will say longevity wise, it depends on how hard you drive your Jeep. Like if you're, we don't know because y'all won't you know. keep your Jeeps for more than five years. Well, there's that. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it was, but I can it was guarantee you. Those knuckles, out. knuckles was starting to have some issues. I don't know who ended up buying that Jeep, but but there was some. Yeah. Six, you had some major repairs fixing to have to yeah, happen. Yeah, uh, camshaft position sensor and some rocker issues yeah. were starting to develop in the engine. But, and also, uh, even the Gladiator right now, aren't you having a drop? So is it your drive shaft issues, or what are you having going? Oh, on that's right just now? because that's just because I'm still running the factory drive shaft with a three inch lift and. He never changed that out. That's never a, a good combination. You're going to yeah. tear the drive shaft. Hmm. So is that why you're asking yeah. if I was going to get a new drive shaft? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going with a three inch lift, it's it's you'll get one eventually. <laughs> yeah. I mean the the jeeps the jeeps go through parts just like anything else does. It's just you have to almost consider replacing all those parts. It's just maintenance. Um, but the thing Not is, if it though, goes to the mall every day. If that's right, and and you can get away with a lot, a lot less expensive lift, um, you can if you're not going to wheel it like we do, yeah. uh, and that's what I did at first with even with the foreigner. You know, we put a like I said, a rough country lift on it, and and, a, and I'm not to diss them. I don't know if they've got a, a beefier, but we just I went right. to a um, a local shop here and and said, hey, I want to lift it, and I didn't know anything about any of it. Yeah. He says, oh yeah, we can put a lift on it and put some 33s, and and it, and it did fine, but we. And I and I, I'll tell you, I've, I've got some videos. I wish I, I wish I had given sent you that video of me jumping the forerunner. But I went out to to birds and and we went up that um, I don't know what air, this little playground area they have. And, and we I literally got airborne in that forerunner oh and landed it without any damage at all. And, and it was and everybody was like, "Oh, you busting stuff up?" Not that time. Now I'm out of crack <laughs> something that showed up later. But but man, the, that forerunner was tough, you know. But you're you yeah. you gotta you gotta consider who's driving it, you know. And and we. We will push it, and so I don't know. We'll, you know, look, let's talk in two years after I've had this Jeep, and let's just see if it lasts through Robert, because that's going to be a. I tell you what, if Ben's Jeep can last through Ben, I think you'll be okay. That's true, but now Ben yeah. did. Um, what, what broke was a was a well, shock mount Ben's broke on the way to issues. my house that time. Yeah. Yeah, shock mounts broke, but his Jeep's been in the shop for engine issues. Um, but Rear main seal started leaking. Yeah, um, he's got some. He's got some other leaking issue right now that just got fixed. Oil. Um, the oil was leaking. Yeah. I yeah. You, you, just, you just got to expect that. It's just going to happen. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, just just to to, to put the, the Toyota guys at ease. This is this is this is my mindset. I think if you have a stock Toyota and a stock Jeep and you run it, uh, take care of both vehicles, probably in the long run, the Toyota is going to be more reliable and have a better resale value. That, that, yep, that's agree. that's that's a known a known thing. But if you if you start modifying your your forerunner to keep up with your with your Rubicons, which I did, and you you lift it and and you start using the same the same lifts, uh, the same aftermarket lift components, same kind of shocks, the same kind of uh, so mm -hmm. so you're using the same component parts really for right. the Jeeps and and the forerunner. I mean, so um, 
so so now you're not really on a, a different playing field now you're now your stock things that are that are happening sure but um but yeah I, I think i think if you if you wheel them like like we do you're gonna have to you're gonna be broken down and you're gonna have to maintain stuff and, and yeah you know, it's all about the maintenance you know matt's got a lot better discipline and john's got a lot better discipline than i do with maintenance and that's something i'm gonna have to do with jeep because if i don't maintain this jeep it's gonna break down on me too i know oh that. yeah for and sure it's gonna yeah. break down anyway because we're gonna push it to where it does break down but yeah. you want to make sure watch, that you're on top of it. Watch that video Friday, and, and you'll see how far people are going to push their rigs. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's a good transition. Sure. Um, yeah, so we will definitely be keeping up with the Jeep um, on the channel. It, uh, it, it'll it depend on what the trip is, if the 4Rental will be there, or the Rubik, the Jeep, the Wrangler Rubicon will be Rubik. there. And it'll be fun to see which one you choose for which trip and, and how that yep. goes. So I'm and don't forget about to, the taco. To seeing it. Oh, yeah, and too, the taco. So. Yeah. I, I love the taco. The taco is probably my favorite of, of the three. It was a lot of fun it. You know, it, yeah. I, I probably won't go on a long trip with her because, um, you know, she's... That'd, that'd be a rough trip. Everything is 25 years country. old in that truck, you know, so I don't know. It's just it's just tough to... Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so video comes out Friday at 5 p.m. featuring Robert's new Jeep at the off-road park, Kara's new Jeep at the off-road park. Nathan couldn't make it, so Nathan's new Jeep is not in there. Uh, but it was an all-Jeep episode uh, for Ozark Overland Adventure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that comes out Friday, and can't wait to, for all the other adventures to come. Um, yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, Thank buddy. you so much for joining us, Robert. We look forward to seeing any rig that you bring because it's just always a blast. We love your company yeah. just as much as you love coming out there with us. We have some good times, that's for sure. We yeah. do. Right. We got lots more to come. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me, guys. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> All right, bye.